Hello America, this is Mark Dunn again with The Daily Answer. There's a, uh, a scripture in Ecclesiastes 7 verse 10, do not say, why is it that the former days were better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask about this. Oh, that's a great passage to ponder. Through the years, I have seen um, the idea that, or the expression, well, life was simple then, come up repeatedly in people's comments, especially especially if you go to like YouTube and you play a song from maybe the 60s or the 70s. Often in the comments, you will find someone saying, oh, that's when life was simple, or it was simpler then, or it was not as complicated, or that was before the world went wrong. And you'll see kind of something like that. And it's easy to get lured into thinking that our days in the past were easier days, or here's the thing, it's even more dangerous, that the days of older people in the past were easier and that life had fewer complications at some magical point in the past before everything went wrong. In fact, Solomon in the book Ecclesiastes really reminds us in the first chapter, nothing new is under the sun, is that the fashions that you might consider to be cutting edge were probably fashionable 20 or 30 years ago. Or maybe the movie plot that you think is amazing is just a recycled movie's plot. I, I've noticed a number of times when I've, I've watched an old movie and I'm going like, wait a minute, I have seen, I've seen this plot before in another movie. And it just reminds you that things get recycled, common themes are throughout life. Every generation kind of goes through the same things and that your particular time in which you're living has a lot in common with other times. May I suggest to you that life is and has never been simple or easy. I think if you read the Bible, you'll learn that. Life has always had its complications and its challenges. The early Christians were up against challenges. The early Christians were told that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. Acts chapter 14, verse 22. L look at the things in the Bible that people struggled with. Look at the things that were told to stay away from. Same common problems, worry, lust, envy, jealousy, greed, anger. You know, if you would ask the question, what sin that is found in the Bible no longer exists and has been solved? by the human race, and you would say, well, not a single one. Look at the works of the flesh in Galatians 5, 19 to 21, and you will still find all the things that ensnare people. Let me, get you, let me give you an example that how in a number of ways, life was not so simple back then, and in fact, life might be <laughs> less complicated right now. About a year after my wife and I married, we drove from Oregon to California to see the sights of Los Angeles. Particularly, I'd never been to Disneyland. 
Yet in 1980, there were no smartphones or Google Maps. There were no cell phones whatsoever. Google Maps, debit cards, and cars, and cars that were rather dependable. <laughs> you know, that was a period of time of a lot of undependable cars. And even give, getting a credit card was not that easy. Often, you had to carry cash or there was something called a traveler's check. You went to the bank, you gave them your cash, and then they gave you checks in place of that cash. Info, and in fact, most cars or many cars did not even have air conditioning. Travels a lot easier now, my friend. Directions, for example, are a thousand times easier with my phone and Google Maps. I just pump in, I just punch in a address, etc. No need to navigate with a map on my lap. Google tells me my ETA alerts me to any accidents up ahead and reroutes me in such cases. Finding quality places to stay or eat or what to see far easier with online real-time reviews. Instant weather and uh, a forest fire alerts are clearly in my phone. With my cell phone, I can make on-the-spot reservations or change them. Like if I want a table at a restaurant up ahead, if I want to see how busy it is, or if I want to make a reservation at a, a KOA, I can easily make that on my cell phone. We have instant access to information on all parts of the country. Back in the 1980s, um, a lot of information was word of mouth, you had to wait six weeks for some visitor's guide to show up in the mail. Or AAA had a guide. Yes, they did exist. But their guides were very brief at best and no real-time reviews. Particularly someone, you know, gave reviews. But it, it was not necessarily people like you that were traveling that was giving these reviews. And particularly, okay, but what's the place been like the last three months? Or what has it been like the last week? What's the most recent review? That was not found there. You could also look up like all the events in the area, live music, you name it. Right now, you live in a time when all the information on everything, almost from the beginning of human history, is at your fingertips. You might say there are really no secrets anymore. And that's kind of ended something um, I remember in our family there at, at holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, etc., there would be these ongoing discussions, these ongoing debates about something that had happened in the past. Well, uh, now with the internet, that debates that debate just ends <laughs> because there's your answer. When did that song come out? Who wrote that song? Okay, etc. All that information is simply there online. In another area. Preaching and putting together sermons and class material is a lot easier with a laptop, a computer. You can easily share files instantly from even your phone. Um, a ton of Bible study tools are now online and are free. Looking up and finding a specific verse, oh, just use Bible Gateway, there it is. 
that's never been easier. And not only that, but in a concordance, concordances typically were keyed to one specific translation. Like, okay, what what are the English words in the King James? And online concordance, I can pick the translation I use, like the New American Standard, and the way I remember the verse in the New American Standard, and just type in the word or a word, and instantly that verse shows up. Very easy. Very easy to do all of that. When I started preaching, I was handwriting my lessons. And then I had a typewriter. Okay. But you can't, I mean, you, you'd have to save that paper copy. And now it's electronic. I can send out a file. I can send out an email to hundreds of people at, at once and just get the information out. And all of that is saved. All that work is saved. And so I don't have to go back and retype it on a different document. Cut and paste, cut and paste. That sends that saves a tremendous amount of time. You also have quick access to amazing material put together by other Christians and believers. Access, you have access to uh, websites dedicated to like apologetics, etc. You can easily find a quote or you can easily see if a quote by a certain famous person is even genuine. So be careful when you are older or as you get older and you hear some familiar song. I tell you what cats in the cradle man does that there there are certain songs there are certain songs that they are they're eerie to me they immediately bring me back to a certain place in time Dreamweaver is one of them cats in the cradle is another one in the year 2525 man i'm picking berries i'm out in the berry patch picking berries they're just songs that tend to haunt me from a certain period of my life and immediately i'm back at whatever season that song came out, summer, winter, etc., um, and I smell the smells, and man, it just transports me instantly back to a certain period of time. Well, be careful when you care. Be careful when you hear the songs of your youth, and you start thinking, "Oh, that's when life was easier and less complicated." Really, really. Um, a while back, a young man came up to me and said, oh, you grew up in the 60s and 70s. You're one of the baby boomers. You had life easy. Really? Uh, we, I grew up in an era where we didn't know if we were going to be destroyed tomorrow by, a nu by nuclear annihilation from the Russians. I mean, that, that hung over our head in the 60s and the 70s, just that we could be obliterated at any second. Okay, so that was part of that time. Also, the Vietnam War was going on and the draft. And so is that going to continue to go on? Will I get drafted? Will I end up in Southeast Asia? That was on the shoulders of a lot of young people during that time. Um, studying was not as easy. I mean, you had to go to the library. You had to go to an index card system. And the book that you may have wanted or the periodical may have been checked out. Access to information could be severely limited. It was not as easy to study. Cars were not as dependable. Um, and, and just like finding information and directions were definitely not as easy. Um, 
there was the gas crisis of the 70s where you know you got up at five o'clock in the morning and spent a couple hours at the service station before it opened up so you could fill your tank with gas that was a reality i was i was making two dollars and cents ten cents an hour um I mean, that, that was the wage. That was the wage that you were dealing with when you started out. That was the minimum. That was minimum wage. There were a number of people in the 80s. Uh, there was a period of time that a number of people were, were without jobs. The, the job availability right now is incredible that McDonald's would pay you $20 an hour in Moab, Utah, and you don't have to know anything. I mean, that did not exist back in the 60s and the 70s. Um, I remember having friends in high school and they said, you know, I put in my application at the grocery store you work at and I, I can't get a call back. I mean, they're not hiring. And I remember the owner at the time coming up to us and saying, and we were box boys. I mean, we were bottom rung box boys, $2 and 10 cents an hour. And we were told you're a dime a dozen. We got a stack of applications in the office, like a foot high of people, that want your job like today. And so jobs were scarce. Jobs were not easy to come by. And all the, um, not only that, but going to college. Back then, you only went to college if your parents had the money or if you'd been out hustling and working a couple of jobs. The, the easing money, the money out there for student loans was definitely not available back then. Uh, if your mom and dad didn't have money and if you had not been working your tail off, you did not go to college. This easy student loan money was not available back then. And so be very careful of thinking like, oh, yeah, life was life was a lot simpler back then. I like I, there was an older Christian in Salem years ago, and he would say, you know, when people talk about the good old days, are you talking about the good of the good old days or the bad of the good old days? Because there was a lot of bad in the past as well. May I suggest to you that life has never been easy and life has never been uncomplicated. Maybe you think back at a period of time, life was simpler then, but the reality is that you were probably more naive you didn't have adult responsibilities yet. And so your parents had adult responsibilities and your parents had a lot of complications that they were dealing with, but life has never been easy. So once again, be careful with Ecclesiastes 7.10. Why is it that the former days were better than these? It is not from wisdom that you ask about that. That's not what a wise man realizes. A wise man realizes that the past was not easy the present's not easy, and neither will the future be easy. Jesus would say, remember in the Sermon on the Mount, every day has enough trouble of its own. There have, there's never been a golden age or a trouble-free era in human history. History tells you that. The Bible tells you that. They both agree on that point. Not only that, but don't miss the blessings you have right now. And don't miss the blessings you have at this stage of life. My wife and I always talking about that as you go from one stage to another, typically you must give something up, but you also gain something. Uh, when, when you go from, you might say the time before your driver's license to the time after your driver's license, 
Yeah, you lose some of the things of childhood, but you gain new freedoms. When you go from being single to married, you kind of lose whatever quote unquote freedom that there was of the single life. And I don't think it's all that's cracked up to be at times, but you gain tremendous blessings having a helpmate now. You gain so many blessings in marriage. You have children, you lose a little bit of your freedom, but you also gain many blessings. When the children leave home, you lose something, but you also gain time together as a couple and at another period of your life. Whereas David Brooks says, that's the time that you climb your second, second mountain in life. So every generation has that. Every generation has, okay, um, you, you may, in this time, you may have lost that but you've gained something else. Don't lose sight of the blessings that surround you right now during this decade and time in your life. Well, that's today's show. Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, we'll see you in the funny papers.